Welcome to Get Well, the City of Yuma's employee wellness podcast, where we discuss health and wellness topics relevant to you. I'm your ambassador host, Kara Smothers, and today our guest hosts are several of the wellness ambassadors. We're just going to go around and have them introduce themselves. Hello, my name is Adrian Vasquez. Hello, my name is Myra Alexandri. And this is Coach Stephanie. This is Rob. Happy Thanksgiving. And we have a hello from Ruth Hernandez with YPD. During this episode, we will be talking about the seven dimensions of wellness. And as always, we'll finish up with everyone's favorite segment, Ask the Health Coach. When we talk about health, we often mention, you know, physical fitness. We mention nutrition. We're starting to incorporate mental health more, but seven dimensions, what are they? That's a great question. I mean, when we take a look at the seven dimensions, we actually want to break it down. And I have them written up behind us just so we can really take a look at this. So the seven dimensions of wellness, we have spiritual, physical, emotional, career, intellectual, environmental, and social. What about financial? Financial is in that career. It's It's built into that. Yeah. So when you take a look at this, there's actually an acronym for it and it's species. That's brilliant. Yeah. So a nice way to remember when we take a look back, if you're wondering if your entire wellness continuum is being really enhanced, take a look at species. Take a look at each individual and say, am I doing something positive in each one of these dimensions? Is there a dimension that I'm neglecting? You know, and that's, that's a nice way to say, okay, I want to work on myself. I've been nagging myself about the physical. I'm trying to go to the gym. I'm trying to go to the gym and I'm not going. I'm not able to make that change right now. Take a step back and go to another aspect of it. And this is where I'd really like to take a look and say, is there one that stands out to you guys as something that you really haven't thought about? I, I don't know. It's, I mean, spiritual, physical, emotional, intellectual. When I, when I say intellectual, I mean, to me, it's, you know, reading and, and, and exercising your mind, but, um, what's environmental to you? Cause I'm a little confused on that one. Okay. Does anyone think that they have something within their environmental wellness? Take a look at your house. Let's go environmental based on that. Is your house something that when you go back to, you're comfortable, you're at ease, the environment around you? Feng Shui. Ah. Got it. Is that something that plays a part in your emotional wellness? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can see how these combine, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So then, I mean, this is one that spiritual is a big, big facet that a lot of people don't typically, it's not always comfortable to talk about. Yes. Your spiritual wellness. And I actually had this conversation on a hike with my husband about what spiritual wellness is. You know, It's the same as when COVID first started and churches had to close. Is it the location or is it the feeling that helps with spiritual? And even if you're not a religious person, 
there are other aspects of spiritual wellness that you might want to take a look at. Yeah, 100%. It's that ability to find peace within yourself. Get rid of the external, right? I mean, that's what spiritual really means to me. It's not always speaking to some higher power. It can just be to accepting. Me, to me, it means at peace with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And that's something that you really just have to find a location where you can take the time to focus on that. Mm-hmm. So these seven pieces, sometimes they do cross over within each other, right? Because I can see that that's quite a few things to focus on, seven pieces. But then when you look at them, me, my spiritual does cross over with intellectual because I need to study the Bible, but also spiritual because I am growing in my faith. But I'm learning new Christian songs on the piano, which is is all intertwined, right? Right. Right. I agree. And it can also, you know, overflow into social wellness. If you're going to church, if you're having fellowship, uh, into emotional, if you're, if that makes you feel, you know, good. Right. There's so many things that definitely overlap. So can I ask, it may be related, may not, but. What are these in relation to the, like the chakra, am I saying that right? Chakra, Chakras, chakra, yeah. the poster, you know, where it has all these parts of your body and how they relate to these things. Are they similar? Or are they the same? Or are they totally separate? Do you know? I don't have that answer. I know that I it's... Say, I'll step in. I want to say they're kind of similar because if you're looking at it, you have to start from the ground up. So if you're looking at your bottom, you want to make sure that your foundation is in a good mm-hmm. spot. Kind of like the mantle hierarchy, where if your foundation is in a good place, then you're confident about yourself. And then you move up to your other chakra. Oh. So once you get to your, your higher chakra, you are very aware of yourself and your surroundings, your mental state, and it's in a wild place. So I think it, it does relate to it. It's really comparable to that. And you could also compare it to a spiritual. Many people have different ideas and what they relate to a spiritual um so i i think it has a really good connection to that that's cool that's awesome and it is i we do have in the wellness center the chakras and i mm-hmm. did have someone point out the other day they were like it doesn't seem to line up you know when you take a look online at the the levels but when you take a look at that carpet, I think it's the design because it seems to have all of them in place. And it was such a great time to step back and look at our surroundings and see what the information is in front of us and understand what it is. I don't know how many times I've gone into that wellness room. And that was the first time that someone actually questioned, is this information correct? Mm-hmm. It's just a carpet on the floor <laughs> in the wellness center. Yeah. It looks cool. It looks really cool. <laughs> but <laughs> this was this was a time where the intellectual and the spiritual and the emotional all combined for this one individual where they said, hang on, are you putting out the correct information? It was a great time to step back and look at it and actually take a look at, you know, what what each level are, what they're called, what they're there for. And it turns out the carpet is correct. It just has a lot more color to the surrounding, <laughs> which makes it seem, you know, in question. But it, it is the, the little things. And this is where taking a look at the seven dimensions, it could be something super small in all of those that all of a sudden you realize really does affect you. You know, that's cool. That's mind blowing. I had no clue. 
Yeah. I, I never would have thought that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, I, again, like I said, I've gone into that room so many times and that has never been something that was a stopping point mm-hmm. for me. But it's nice to know people are paying attention, right? Different right. perspectives. Everyone always sees diff- different things, right? And it, there is all that room for the gray. I think that's really important to look at when you look at the dimensions of wellness. When you look at your wellness, it's never fully just one factor that's going to make or break your wellness. But it can be one small factor mm-hmm. that can improve it. So I got another question for you. As a health coach, a wellness coach, right? Do most of your clients seek physical or spiritual or, you know, uh, help? Or do they dabble into all these other areas too? I'm going to have to say there's a variety. But a lot of times people don't know what it is they really, really want. And that's something that, you know, they... They ask her, okay, I want to change my nutrition. But the reason why they wanted to change their nutrition is because emotionally they're not comfortable with where they are right now. So then, I mean, it, it is. So it's you all need of to kind of narrow their focus for right. them and help them, give them direction. Well, instead of narrowing their focus, asking the questions of why. Get to the root cause. Right. And helping them to realize what it is they want to change, what is they can change. And helping with that priority. So that's looking at the SMART goals. You know, when we say, okay, I want to change my nutrition or I want to lose 20 pounds or whatever the physical is, because that's typically something for some that's easier to talk about. Taking a look at that and bringing it down into the smaller groupings of the whys. Why is it you want to change this? How are you going to change this? What are your goals moving forward? How, what, why? You know, it takes and has people say, okay, well, this is why I want to change this. This is what my goal is moving forward. And sometimes you see something as simple as because of COVID, I have not been able to do what I was doing with friends. I haven't been able to go to the classes I was doing. I haven't been able to go on the walks I've been doing. I changed my schedule from what I was doing and I'm not, I'm not feeling connected anymore. And then stepping into that and them going, aha, you know, you have that aha moment where you say, well, can I make a change to that now? Can I start doing these classes again? Can I do them on my own? All of that, I think, is is really where, as a health coach, it's never me making a decision for you. You know, it's it's something where you figure out what it is that changed, what it is you want to change. And me helping you make that change, because that's really, as a health coach, should be priority. You are helping yourself make the change, and I'm there to help guide. So kind of on a related note, have you ever had someone come in and think they were having an issue in one area, and then through maybe conversation with them, you kind of found out that actually, maybe if you focused on this other area, things would fall into place? I'm going to say yes. I'm not going to go into any more on that. But yes, I definitely had the aha aha moment be a, this is not at all what I thought was bothering me. I definitely have had that. But I've also had just in passing, in conversation, you know, not in a, a health coaching setting, people bring up 
something that they thought was annoying them and relating it to what happened earlier on in the day and being like, wow, that one must have been the trigger. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not what just happened. It's the same as when, you know, a kid starts crying and can't explain it. Yeah. You know, kids are so willing to, when you ask them, when you actually ask them, why, why are you crying right now? You know, is it because they're tired, they're hungry, they hurt themselves, all that. They're going to go through and they're going to explain. They are willing to say, I don't know. I don't know why I'm crying. Overwhelmed is a feeling that adults feel all the time, but we're not willing to say, I was just overwhelmed. I say, I don't know all the time. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) (laughs) But that's, we should take a page out of your book on that because the I don't knows are going to help you learn because you're focused on the fact that yes it is and I don't know I'm not going to mask I'm not going to put a well I think it's because I don't know let's look into that how often do you guys do that during the day are you willing to say I don't know I think it's just nature especially at work you want to look professional and be professional sometimes you make up stuff but most of the time people are are like I don't know you know yeah but, you know, the, the professional answer is, I'm not sure. Let me get back to you, blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. But most of the time it's, I don't know. I forgot. Let me look. Right. Do you guys feel that? Absolutely. I've learned a lot about myself, too. It, I, I, My downfall is I actually use, I don't know, quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think most of the time it's not, it's not really you don't know. It's yeah. I don't remember right now. Or my mind is thinking of something else. And that's the first thing you blurt out. You know, I don't know. But you do know. It's just maybe you you got to focus a little bit. Need a minute to work through it. Right. Right. But even, yeah, at the beginning of this podcast with the the chakras and their connection to the seven dimensions, Mm -hmm. that's not a, um, that is a, a, a blind spot in my knowledge. You know, I know a little bit about it, but I'm not a specialist in that. And just having the ability to turn my head and listen, I mean, that's, it's amazing what we can learn from one another. And I feel like that's part of social wellness, but it's also part of growth to be able to say someone else might have the answer mm-hmm. or at least be able to help us get closer. Right. Yeah. So kind of a different question on the, these are the pillars of wellness, mm-hmm. right? So would nutrition be like a building block of the physical or would it be part of the emotional? Ooh, I like this. That's a lot of gray right there, yeah. isn't it? So nutrition nutrition and physical can definitely go hand in hand because you're looking at the improvements upon your physical. But how many of us have emotional ties to food? You know, even if it's as simple as the holidays are coming up, let's take a look at that mm-hmm. one emotional tie. Do you bake with your family? Do you cook with your family for the holidays? I eat with my family. Yeah, there we go. I eat with and without. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I mean, that that's that's spearing off into the social and maybe even the spiritual because we're yeah. getting together for religious holidays and, and part of that is eating right. with, with your family. And you just feel extra cozy. Yeah, I was going to say exactly that. I have already started thinking about what my family makes for the holidays and that makes me happier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's not when we tie emotional and food together for a lot of people, their brain automatically goes to the sad emotions, you know, emotional eating. That's actually a connotation that 
is towards the food abuse rather than food use. Emotional eating. Crying on the couch with a big, you know, half gallon of ice cream. (laughs) Right, right. And you look at it and you Like happy crying? (laughs) That's what I was thinking about. I'm like, well, mine's more of a happy cry. (laughs) But this, I mean, it's, there's so many different emotions, but the, the good emotions, the bad emotions, the the unknown, you know, they all tie hand in hand, whether it's spiritual, you know, if you look back at a, a spiritual event that happened, whether it's looking all the way back to um, the birth of someone that can be spiritual when you're looking at, you know, any of the holidays that are coming up, people have ties to them that are faceted in nutrition, physical activity, you know, getting Mm -hmm. to go for, a hike, a walk, a w- whatever with your family. We do it yearly. You hear that a lot. That all ties together. So I think that you're going to find a lot of paths within each of the mm-hmm. a lot of overlap pillars because they're holding up a base, and that base is you, yep. right? Your entire wellness. You're the roof. Yeah, yeah. You're uh, <laughs> you're all the parts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so when we're taking a look at the seven dimensions of wellness, I'd like to take this time to just ask you guys, when you look at them, taking a look at the broad picture now, is there a set? We know there's the blurred lines in here. Is there a set that you'd say you prioritize? Do you have a hierarchy to this list that keeps you focused on your wellness or even one? For me, well, at different times of your life, my life, I think you focus on different portions or different pillars. Uh, so um, for me now, currently, I I need to focus more on physical. And part of that is nutrition. And I think along with that is, you know, emotional a little bit, you know, how you feel about yourself on the inside and outside. But I think for me, starting... At this point in my life, it's it's physical. Nice. That's a. I mean, that's a great answer because you're looking at. You could tell as you were talking, piecing together what connected mm-hmm. each one. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, when you know they're connected, you know how to how to start chipping away at the little changes and making sure they're small, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's staring at me now. Where I am right now is kind of environmental. I I just, uh, before the podcast, talking about how I spent the last week moving. And to me, my environment is a huge impact on like my mind, my frame of mind and and everything else that's going on in my life. So um, I need to get that sorted out. I need to get, you know, everything organized and put away and so that I can even, you know, focus at work so I can feel like I have, you know, the time to go out and take a walk. It it just, it does overlap into everything. Right. I mean, just thinking about, I mean, I, I've done so many moves, Kara, so many moves. And I know every move you're rebuilding your life. Yeah. It feels like that every time because you're putting away memories. Yeah. You're finding a new place to put something that you used to look at in that location every day. Yeah. And then sometimes questioning, do I still need this? Right. (laughs) 
Oh, is the it purge still serving me? <laughs> and I didn't move far, you know, just moved across town. But you know, still, it's a huge upheaval, and and I like, I just really feel this. I want to go home and and get it all sorted away, and and you know, put where it belongs, and and decide what's going where, and if I'm keeping it or if I'm go, it's going. So right, the things we used to prioritize, the things, oh, we have to move with this, and then all of a sudden, you're like, eh, you know, do I need it? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing, and it is your home is it's your home it's your safety zone yes so that's it's definitely yeah. my oasis like right. I go in there and I close the door and it's like eh, no one else can you know bother me here uh I'm looking forward cool. to uh to updates with where where the cats where the dogs oh all find gosh. their new location my one cat hides in the kitchen cabinet she she climbs up on the counter and she opens the cabinet and she crawls in there I'll have to show you a picture it's adorable <laughs> she's found her oasis yeah <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm thinking the same thing. I need to uh, environmental because sometimes, and I'm not the only one I don't think, wants their own space, right? It, me, I get embarrassed in smaller groups. I could sing in big groups, but small groups, I get very shy. So it's hard for me to practice and be comfortable when I'm practicing if there's people around. And that goes the same, I think, for people that want to exercise when the family's at home or people that want to dance exercise when people are at home or working out um so for me to practice musically i don't have my own space right now so oh, i need yeah. to, i need to plan something like where could i find a spot where could i i don't know is it the weather's nice outside could i find a, a spot but in the in our back room like in our shed we, we have a big a big area could i find something there because nobody even uses that our back room at all you should uh, turn it into a she shed right i i yeah, it's definitely what a great idea. It's, it's the spouse's area, I know, but he wouldn't even know actually because nobody's in there most take, of the take time. Take it over. But yeah. I'm thinking that because it does, it is affecting um, my growth in that area as well as like a mental state because I I do feel better when I actually get in there and do that piece. So uh, it's making me think it, it where I wasn't before. Yeah. Where I'm now thinking that I I'm lacking. And yeah. It, I I can see myself uh, looking. In, deeper into that that's wonderful you know? and that's i mean that's huge is you just set a a goal long-term goal is the location so then would you take that little step into you know what's what's the next step to start cleaning out that space and getting yourself set right that's well, so it's, amazing it, the room that i'm referring to in the back is huge and it's totally cleared out and everything and you're having me think that it's totally cleared out and everything. And we need to go Time in to there to get in. the, yeah, we have to get the holiday stuff out anyways. And, uh, and yeah, so it's easily doable. See, yeah. this is, I mean, we're, it, it's amazing to take a look at these because it, it may just be that one time where you say there is something I can change. Yeah. My turn. So for me, I've been on a healing journey. So for me, what I look when I look at this, I see everything compared to what I believe in and what I believe in currently is being part of, of balancing more. So when I think when I say about balancing, it's meditating a little bit more, finding who I am. There was times where I was stressing out or overthinking so much, and that's where I got more involved in the chakras, where you start to feel, okay, it's it's me time. It's time for me to start healing. It's time for me to understand who I want or who, or who I am and and move forward from that. So when I look at all the spiritual, the physical, emotional, environmental career, 
all of that is needs to be balanced. So in order for me to uh, reach my full potential or feel confident in myself, it's balanced. So I have to have that time where it's me time, whether it's meditating or whether it's going for a walk or, or eating something healthy that makes me feel good. So all that, I, I that that's my journey right now. That's amazing. And that I do have a question, a follow-up question on that. Um, Just from a personal standpoint, I know I 100% delve into the physical as my way to balance myself, to get that emotional stress, strain, whatever out of my head. And how do you set up the time? How do you set yourself to be able to kind of look at them all do you set a hierarchy for yourself during the week during the day what is it you do to kind of help with the full balance i i I find a moment you know even if it's having to go in my bathroom for a few minutes and locking myself in there i find a moment to find that balance i go in my backyard and you know i write down my thoughts that i have for the day if it's something that's been nagging or something that I feel that's negative in my life, I, I try to release it. I release whatever bothered me that day and um, I let it go. So I, it's it's just finding the, a five minutes in your day. And it's it's not that hard. We all have five minutes. We could take that time and, and release whatever we want to release. What I find it more also is what do I want to put my energy into? You know, there's times where people suck that energy out of you. And you, and we all know when we talk to someone, like, oh, I feel so drained talking to that individual because they take that energy from you. So when you recall your energy back and you find something that makes you back to, to who you are, then you, you start moving and you start finding more time. You start balancing and you start realizing, I don't need that negative energy in my life because it's just draining me. You're in the same pattern. That's why you want to get out of the same continuous pattern so that you can continue to grow and be who you truly are. Yeah, that's uh, thank you. That is amazing because there is everyone has their way of finding that refocus. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to hear you brought up journaling. You brought up literally standing and looking at yourself, taking that time to look into your own eyes in the bathroom. You're you're there. It's you. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, those are two huge ways. I know mine, mine is exercise. Mine is taking that time to literally get my heart rate up as high as, and it's <laughs> as I can. That, yeah. That, and that, if that makes you happy, do it. Right. Eating a coffee at Starbucks every now and then makes you happy for that moment. Do it. Right. Do what makes you happy for that split second so that you can continue what you're doing. Never hold back on what you want to do. Right. It's wonderful to hear that said, because for a lot of us, it takes quite a while to be willing to say, I matter too. Yes, exactly. That one's a hard one. I love that. Thank you. Ruth, do you have something that you'd love to to send our way? <laughs> so what we have, I mean, from Ruth is really that the special time, that time is hard to find, which I agree. And she says she tries to remember that when she walks out the door, either from work to home or from home to work to leave the ladder behind. That is wonderful, Ruth. That I mean, being present in what you're about to do, leaving what could be nagging behind you and going into where you're headed with focus as opposed to just letting it all 
emails. We've talked about this before, how sometimes it's hard not to check your emails, you know, on the weekends or whatever. And, um, yeah. Finding that balance. Yeah, finding the balance. That sounds, I, that's such a great comment, Ruth. It is because that, that hits your emotional, your physical, your everything right there because you're prioritizing your health. And that really is what we're looking at with all the pillars is how do you prioritize your health and what that really means to you. Thank you guys so much for that. That is amazing. And we're on to Ask the Health Coach. Today's question comes from our very own Ambassador Adrian Vasquez. It is, how do you get more time? I like this question a lot because honestly, that's running through all of our heads. Where did the time go? How do I have no time left in the day to fit in just one moment for myself? You know, and that is a time where I'd say, did you use all your time wisely? Okay. And this, you could automatically say, yes, I did. I used all my time. But you may also be sitting there going, well, I did kind of. So this is what I would throw to you, okay? This is the next step in the finding more time. I want you to spend a day doing what you normally do, okay? Any day during the week. I'd also say you could do it on the weekend just to give yourself that comparison. And what you're going to do is you're going to keep a piece of paper somewhere that's easily accessible or your phone, if you know that you're going to do this on your phone, and you're going to write down every about two hours what it is you did for those two hours. Keep an honest record of what you did during the day. Sometimes that shows you a half hour. It shows you 15 minutes here. It shows you an hour here where you did not use your time wisely, where you had a break and you did nothing instead of something positive towards your goals. And maybe that nothing was something positive towards your goals. I'm maybe so glad you said that. Yeah. Yeah. You're decompressed. Right. Yeah. And that while you said, I have no time for myself, you may have taken without realizing it five minutes here. 10 minutes there where you did take that time and that's what made it so you could get to the end of the day without being like, well, not going back. (laughs) You know, there's, there's that, you know, that feeling of if you finish a day and you can't find one positive, have you looked? I'm going to have to try that. And then if I have the 10 minutes, if I put like positive next to it and I have, if the 10 minutes add up with positives, then maybe that I have to evaluate what kind of positives. Did, right. Was it a wasteful positive? Was it a counseling positive? A lot of times, um, since I am frontline support, in addition to me being there, I always get um, additional type of questions. And so I need to evaluate where that could be or that, or that could on the, on a work aspect side of things. Right. You know, it, it may leading to other type of assistance and is, could that be resolved at a later date? So I, yeah, I need to look into that. Right. You're right. That hierarchy yeah. there, but also mm-hmm. just taking a look to know where, where you're at right now. Right. 
And it can give you, you may come back from it being like, no, I use my time wisely. There literally is no time left in the day. Yes. And that can be where looking at from a work standpoint, Mm -hmm. A, knowing what you can accomplish and B, knowing when the overwork may be hitting and you're not alone. You have people around you. So having that supervisor that you feel comfortable saying, this is what I'm doing during the day and I don't have time to breathe. Is there somewhere in this where we can look at delegating? Can I delegate some of this? You know, and the, the answer may be no, it may be a, a level of exactly like you said, prioritizing, you know, certain things to be on different days. We don't want to turn it into the snowball effect, right, you know, right. where all of a sudden at the end of the, the month, mm-hmm. you just have this giant list, you right. know, but exactly. yeah, taking a look at it. I would love to hear, you know, after mm-hmm. you do this, let me know how it goes. Yes. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Also, I, I want you to help me with some weightlifting tips because while I wait in line for my dance class, you have to get there early, 30 minutes early before my dance class. So while I'm waiting in line, I'm going to ask you for some weight lift, arm lifting tips. I might as well be doing something with my arms. Nice. Oh, yes. I line. love that. Prioritizing the 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's time, right? Yeah, versus absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of it is time spent waiting. You right. know, what can we do during that time? Whether it's finding an audiobook you can listen to. I love that. I that, love that, audiobooks. Yeah. Yes. That's the that podcast. intellectual right there. Podcast. You could listen <gasps> to the, the next well yeah. podcast. Amazing Definitely. recommendation. As a thank you, Adrian will receive an exclusive employee wellness center gym towel. If you Ooh. would like to send a question for us to answer on our Ask the Health Coach segment, please email it to Coach Stephanie or COI Wellness at yumaaz.gov. Thank you for listening. If you're looking to get more involved in employee wellness, please check out our SharePoint site. You can find it by clicking on the wellness link on the intranet homepage. While you're there, scroll down to quick links and click subscribe to receive our weekly wellness emails. And to stay in the know on the go, sign up for wellness ambassador text notifications. Just text wellness to 844-702-1451. Oh, thank you.